0: all you tunes out there, and welcome back to another episode of History of Animation. Today, I thought it would be fun to talk about Snoopy, the whole Peanuts gang, and especially their creator, Charles Schultz. Now, I know if you are anything like me, you might have found it a bit strange that a man named Charles created Charlie Brown. Could this be a self-insert? Well, not really. Apparently, he had a co-worker named Charles F. Brown, and that's where the name came from, at least according to the Charles M. Schultz Museum website. There are some sources that claim that he referred to Charlie Brown as his alter ego, but I feel a lot more comfortable going with what it states on the museum website. I'm just gonna assume that they know what they're talking about. Anyways, Schultz was born November 26, 1922, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. One source that I found mentioned how growing up he would read newspaper comic strips with his dad and they would make their own. While his dad wasn't an artist, he did encourage Schultz's art. When Schultz was 15, he even got a trolling of his dog published. This dog, named Spike, would serve as an inspiration for Snoopy. Schultz's first weekly cartoon series is called Little Folks. It was first released on May 30th, 1948. It was for his hometown's newspaper. The characters from this first series were also children, but they don't resemble the characters from the peanut gang too much. Though they did also regularly feature a puppy that kind of looks like an early version of Snoopy. This series was kind of a flop, and didn't get a permanent spot in the paper. In 1950, Schultz compiled these strips and sold the series to the United Features Syndicate. They changed the name of the series to Peanuts. Schultz wasn't a big fan of this change, but it's what stuck. This book of the compiled strips did quite well, and he was able to launch a new version of the strips because of it. The first official strips of the Peanuts was issued on October 2nd, 1950. It appeared in several different newspapers. In it, Charlie Brown walks past a couple of his friends. One of them says, Well, here comes old Charlie Brown. Good old Charlie Brown. Yes, sir. Good old Charlie Brown. How I hate him. Sorry, I had to do that. Good old Charlie Brown has become a bit of a staple saying for the series. I for one did not realize that the first use of it finished with how I hate him. <laughs> Since a lot of the jokes in the Peanuts are at Charlie's expense, I feel like it shouldn't be a surprise, but I do keep getting a kick out of it. Before this, the comic didn't have any defined characters. Having reoccurring and defined characters was a requirement in order to get syndicated. He actually talked about this in an interview where he said, they said, Well, you have to create some defined definite characters, Schultz remembered. So I said, well, no problem. I already know I kind of like to draw a little dog, and I just went home and asked my friend, Charlie Brown, if I could use his name, and he said it was fine. And so I created Patty and Sherman, and those were the four lead characters. Honestly, I was a bit surprised that someone had to point out to him that he would need reoccurring characters in his comics. That seems kind of important to me in order to reach an audience, but hey, maybe it was different back then. On the bright side, he did end up creating some great characters. It wasn't long before the Peanut Gang got a following. By the 1960s, Peanuts had been picked up by hundreds of newspapers, and Schultz even won a Rubin Award. I honestly don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but anyways, it's uh, it's the highest honor given by the National Cartoonist Society. In 1965, the Peanut Gang was even on the cover of Time. The 1960s was also a time when Schultz added more characters to the strip. In 1966, Peppermint Patty joined the game. She's mostly known for her love of sports, but is also uh, one of the early examples of a character from a single-parent household. In 1968, Schultz was asked by fans to introduce a black character, so he added Franklin to the cast. He said about this, I held off on Franklin for a long time, Time because I simply felt I wasn't capable of doing it properly and I didn't want to appear patronizing. I feel like this quote demonstrates why sensitivity editors are important. Maybe if that had been more of a thing back then, he would have felt more comfortable adding more diversity to the Peanuts. In 1965, the Charlie Brown Christmas first aired. This led to more specials including your Great Sport Charlie Brown, a uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and of course, it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. By the way, I just love how almost all of these cartoons include the name Charlie Brown. There are also a lot of shorts and they continue to be named in this way as well. A part of me wonders if they did that because Schultz really didn't like the name the Peanuts for his series. Or it could be they wanted to make sure the audience knew that the main character was supposed to be Charlie Brown. Even though, let's be real, most people are watching it for Snoopy. More recently, the Peanuts movie was released in 2015. It only got decent reviews. I remember enjoying it, but I think a lot of people were disappointed that they used 3D animation instead of traditional 2D. Besides the name, I feel like they took a lot of care in honoring Schultz in this movie. They even included Charlie reading War and Peace, which Snoopy is currently reading at a rate of one word per day. You'll finish it eventually, Snoopy. If you have Apple TV+, Plus, you can check out the current Snoopy cartoons. I honestly don't know much about them because I do not have that streaming service. I am going to assume that they're good because I haven't heard otherwise. If you've seen them, let me know. I'm a bit curious now if they're were- worth watching. Oh, and like right when I finished this writing the script, I just found out that there's another Peanuts movie in the work, so I guess we have that to look forward to. I think I'll leave it here for now. There's a chance that I'll probably do more episodes dedicated to just talking about the holiday specials at some point. After all, a lot of people still watch them as their tradition for the holidays, and they've had a major cultural impact. Anyways, like always, don't forget to like this episode and follow for more animation history.